Hello. Happy New Year. This is the first episode of the Unlearning Labels podcast. Mira and Peter, hello again. It seems hello. like it's been ages. It's been ages now. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. And I think January is always long. It's 31 days and everything, you know, uh, all the holidays and everything takes our energy away. So it does look a little bit older, uh, longer, sorry. <laughs> and we may look older. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> so, um, so what are we going to talk about? How do you want to kick off the year? Uh, you know what? There's an interesting thing that we, Peter and I, always do on our workshops and, and development programs, uh, and, and is listening. And, and you know, uh, for leadership, for everybody that works with a team or that lives with human beings, this is the, uh, the most important. Uh, I wouldn't, would, can I call it a skill? Yeah, for, for the lack of a better word, a skill to develop for all of us because it, we, there's lot, lots that get lost in translation because we don't really listen to what people are saying and also we don't listen from which space, from which uh, 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 emotional state are they saying it so we we often uh, misinterpret misunderstand things so uh, i mean the the what we wanted to talk about today is what what it actually means to listen what what does it mean to listen to understand because we often uh, listen to reply, we listen to our turn to say something uh, we listen so that we can disagree, you know, we already have something that we want to disagree about. We didn't even listen to what person said. Uh, we we, we want to convince or change somebody's mind. Uh, and to actually do that, we, we actually need to understand what person is saying first. So beginning of every conversation needs to be listening. And then we want to we wanna touch a little bit of, of what impact it has uh, this kind of listening has on our relationships, teams, results, um, companies, uh, if it's our own company or work for a company, for co-creation, for solving problems and, and, and stuff like this. And then, and then we want to finish with a little action on the end and, uh, and show you what it takes, or maybe that just goes through the whole episode, uh, show you what it takes to be a good listener. So very massive agenda. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's huge, isn't it? I think I said most of the things, so <laughs> we can just go with actions. I'm joking. To you too. So what is, what it really means to, maybe we can, we can, um, ourselves uh, start with what it really means to listen, what, what it means to you, Cordelia. How do you explain that? So for me, I, I guess it also a little bit depends on your uh, learning style, right? How you mm. receive information. So um, when I'm listening to someone, it's it's a lot easier for me to hear them if I turn my my entire body towards them mm -hmm. and um, focus in looking in their eyes, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me, I guess listening is about presence. Mm 
Mm. And once I'm present with someone, then I can unconditionally uh, tune in for connection. And, and, and then I wait for the pause um, so that I can respond if it's required. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And it, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, what you say about being present and, and waiting to see if, if it's actually required to respond. That's interesting. You, Peter? Me? Yeah. I'm just listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, He's demonstrating. Showing <laughs> Actively, yeah. No, for, for me, listening, it's transformational because it's something that us humans, we possess the skills. We just forget that, right? We can all listen. We have two ears, you know, left and right. It's just quite often, and I'll put my hand up, I did this a lot in the past, was I wasn't really listening to understand. I was listening to reply. You know, I always felt like I had to be steps ahead, especially in the world of business as a leader. Oh, I can't really listen fully because I need to know what I need to say before they finish the sentence. Mm. And that just gets in the way, right? Because if you're already thinking about what a person's saying, let's be honest, you're not really listening. You're not giving them your full attention, as you pointed to, Cordelia. You might even be looking into their eyes, but if you're thinking about what you can say in reply, you've kind of lost the point, right? Mm. And for me, listening is really transformational simply because it's a way of building trust. It's a way of connecting as a human being. And obviously, once you've listened to someone, as you pointed to, Cordelia, it's given them the gift of your time. How can you, you know, it, it's not repulsive. It's the opposite. It, it really opens up everything that everyone is looking for, even in the world of business and even outside of business, right? If you're listening to understand someone, that's where the understanding is. That's where collaboration sits. That's where creativity is. All of the good stuff that we're searching for is on the other side of two human beings or even a group of humans connecting with each other and just listening with nothing on it. Mm, yeah. 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 And, and it's interesting. Uh, one of the things that I kind of learned was that you can, you can listen to people that you don't agree with and actually understand their point of view you don't have to agree with their point of view but you can understand where they're coming from and and i've seen this ability of ours to be the biggest uh game changer when it comes to dysfunctional teams when it comes to um you know when when you have uh, uh problems within the company, you know, when you have uh, stifled growth or, or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, and it's really, and I'm actually searching for, for another word, but it, it's going to come. I, I need to listen to myself. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's really interesting because we, we have built lots of programs that are telling you this is how you deal with this. This is how you deal with this. This is how, you know, there is uh model uh this model with this person's name model with that person's name and all of that but where it really comes to is really listening with nothing on your mind and and to do that one of the things that i've noticed is what you cordelia say is is um being present and is i'll allow my ego to go away for a bit so it doesn't 
bother me with the chat. Oh, you know, what are you going to say? Are you going to, how they look at you? Uh, what does it mean? Um, uh, is, is, was this good enough? What, you know, it's like all of that internal dialogue uh, goes away for, 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 a, for a few minutes. You know, it, it, it never, you know, I, I, I can't really do this for half an hour. <laughs> but, yeah. but here and there, and then really uh, noticing that and, and noticing what happens when people uh, really listen to each other. I mean, it's, it's really interesting. Peter and I work together. We do workshops together. We even coach people together. And uh, and it's really interesting that when we have something to discuss, if we are not willing to give each other attention, and that's also listening, it's giving your attention to somebody, uh, you know, we can be in disagreement and the moment we start listening and stop judging, criticizing and trying to put our uh, point forward, the whole energy of it changes, the whole, um, there is an understanding over there. We can have different points of view, but there is an understanding. And this is where co-creation comes in. Uh, we create something totally different. So it, it's really interesting where it can take you. Yeah, I, I love that you brought up that you can listen to someone that you disagree with. You know, mm -hmm. and then you just went to you outlined how to do that. So I I feel like the I don't want to like get outside the realm of our conversation, but the ego death is really mm -hmm. important for the listening to happen. And so I'm just curious, like when you're working with people, I'm pretty sure you don't use that terminology, but like, mm -hmm. what are some of the suggestions <laughs> for people to humble themselves a little bit so they can like uh, be open and mm -hmm. be present when someone, you know, that they may have judgment about is mm -hmm. speaking? It's a good question. I mean, what we normally point people towards is that and this is me included, this is everyone. I don't I don't think I've met another human who doesn't sometimes get uncomfortable when someone disagrees with them, right? It's natural to feel that way. But it's also to show people that it's the most natural thing in the world to be in a conversation and suddenly they might not hold your, your viewpoint. So it might seem like there's something wrong. And that uncomfortableness sometimes looks like a call to action to get up in your head or think of something to say, or as you said, you know, get the ego in play and start to say, well, I value my opinion. You're right. Uh, sorry, I'm right. You're wrong. That kind of thing. Right. So what we normally say to people is the more that you're in willing to get into a conversation and really listening to understand, it's just whatever happens, it's okay. And if you feel uncomfortable in the moment, that's the most natural thing in the world. It doesn't mean there's a call to action to stop listening or to disagree or to argue or anything else, but there's nothing wrong with holding your opinion as well, as long as you're willing to be wrong. Mm. And that's what we usually say to people is that if you want to create psychological safety, build trust and really listen to understand your team, you also need to be willing to be wrong sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, I, it, and it can be quite difficult for someone to stomach that as a leader. Well, I can't be right all the time. It's like, well, not really. Not if you want people to value your opinion 
but also for them to feel safe enough to throw their opinion in the ring if you're having the conversation, right? <laughs> so I, I hear like you're you're suggesting that someone has to be um, in a state of of service, right? Mm -hmm. So they're yeah. they're 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 coming from a place of service as a leader rather than the the dictator or the you know the buck stops here type of person. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's it's really it's being really comfortable with yourself and uh, and being comfortable with being uncomfortable you know uh, create the ability to uh, not react to what you feel so that you can you know it, it's normal that you have thoughts coming up. You cannot stop thinking, you know, just the fact that we are humans means that we think and we often can't control the fact that we think, not often, but at all, probably. But um, but it's really recognizing what you're doing at the moment and letting go of it, you know. it's it's And, and it comes with practice, you know. It comes, it comes with sitting in front of other people, a person, and saying... You know, I'm I'm going to. My intention is to listen to this person, regardless of maybe putting some intention and doing it consciously on the beginning, and then you know slowly it becomes just something that you do. But you know what we also noticed? We noticed that uh, uh, when people sometimes people disagree with you. And or they have their own opinion that you don't you, you don't really uh, uh, hold. And the moment you give them attention, the moment you start listening to them, they start listening to themselves. And mm. you would be surprised in how many occasions that same person changes their opinion in the moment they're talking. Mm. Just because you gave them the space where they felt safe and they actually started listening and what it means to them and la la la, you know, and you know, the same thing can happen that you realize that you were not right, but that can easily happen in that space, that safe space, uh, because, you know, ego went for a walk for, for a moment, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, I'm not saying that ego is bad. We all have it. We all, it's part of being human, but it's just really being aware of what's going on in your head, I think. Well, yeah, so it's, it's just, just awareness, right? That um, it's not always going to be comfortable. As you said, Cody, I think you, you know, let's explore that. Being of service is not just leadership, but an employee, you know, if you're, if it's your turn to hold a meeting, it's about holding space. And the only way you can hold space, because you hear lots of people saying that, right? And it's like, what does that really mean? It's just listening to understand, right? Mm. But it's having a willingness to know that you're not going to always be right. You may well be wrong. Someone may challenge you, but it's okay. And the more that you are willing to get uncomfortable in those moments, as Mira said, it, it just takes practice. You know, we've all had to do it. Me as a young leader, I felt deeply uncomfortable. And there was times when I wanted to run away. I didn't want to hold the space, you know, because I was like, oh, my God, yeah. my team don't love me today. What we're going to do? But the more I leaned into that, although it felt deeply uncomfortable and wrong, and, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on in my head, no surprise, the more that I was just like, okay, well, 
I feel uncomfortable, but what's going on? Actually, it's okay. Mm. And the team seem to be feeling in a better space. They seem to trust me more. I'm hearing more. There's more transparency. There's a two-way street, right? Because I think what's missing from a lot of people saying, this is how you listen, it's a dialogue. You know, if you're listening to yourself in a loop, what does that tell you, right? You, you're basically not learning. You're actually closing the gates for understanding and new information and insight. But if you're willing to be wrong, you're willing to be vulnerable and just listen to someone else, you get that wonderful feedback, you get information. And then if you're willing to really go there, sometimes you get to learn new things, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm also hearing like from both of you that ultimately both parties once they feel like they're seen and they're heard and their opinion is valued, it, it shifts the heart. Mm. Yeah. So that, that's the, the real, that's the beauty of connecting and the deep listening that that's the, that's the art of connection in itself. Mm. So like once everyone allows the ego to go for a walk and to lean into their uncomfortableness and their discomfort, right? Then um, you can get down to business. You can <laughs> make things happen um, mm -hmm. because yeah. the, at the end of the day, right? In an organization, we've got people with different skill sets, different personalities, and they have, because of their skill sets, they have value. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the, the real point of the, of this team being brought together is really just uh, a logical meshing of skill sets for a certain outcome. And mm. as human beings, we lose sight of that when we don't want to listen to each other because our egos get in the way, you know, um, in the grand calculation of what the company is about. We just need, you know, a software engineer, some, a software architect, you know, a program manager, <laughs> You know, and that's all like the equation is for the company and on a human level to make that all work, we have to uh, see the value in listening mm. to each other so that we can um, be successful together. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. And, and you know, what? what is the real value of listening to someone? Well, I don't even thought about it this way, but years ago and I realized, you know, something's right what is that you know I'd love to bottle it because you know I've made so many mistakes as a leader as we all do right by learning but why why do people trust me now what's going on there why why are we have an open dialogue and then, and then you know I was pondering it and then it hit me a bit of an insight it was like all everyone wants is just to be heard seen valued and you know let's be honest the opposite of that is being ignored marginalized which is even worse right or you know, feeling like you've got no value and suddenly, you know, no one sees you, you're invisible. Mm. And, and sadly, that's what's happening in a lot of organizations. And it's not that there's any big bad company. And, you know, yeah, there are people who are not great at management and all of that. But that aside, if people were just leaning into, okay, well, if it's not going well, what's the worst that could happen if I just start listening to my colleagues, to my peers, to my team? And then suddenly people feel valued again. They suddenly feel like they're not invisible. 
go figure, right? Suddenly everyone's back in the room and they're all talking to each other and there's safety and there's trust. Mm. And that's all we're saying is it's not really anything mystical, right? It's just that when you really listen to someone, really listen with nothing on it, just be like, okay, I'm not comfortable. Let's just see how this meeting plays out. The amount of times I've been blown away by, wow, there was an agenda and, you know, I wanted this to happen. But, wow, I'm glad I didn't get in the way of that and listen Mm. because the outcome was so much bigger than me, the leader, or the company even. But the sum of all the parts of those people collaborating and talking to each other again, that's what you said, Cordelia. It's just having an open heart. Mm. And that can sound wooey in the business concept, but it's just opening the doors to connections, to understanding, to creativity, to collaboration, all the good stuff we want, right? I'm I'm curious. I know we're doing like the the flow of this show a little bit different this year. Do you guys want to do a commercial break or no? (laughs) We can do. (laughs) So um, we'll we'll come back with some um, suggestions on how to uh, build, you know, have more team building in just a minute after this commercial break. Welcome to the Unlearning Labels podcast. Our mission is to support you to create inclusive and safe spaces for teams to feel valued and do their best work. In each episode, we explore the topics of diversity and inclusion, cultural change, and inclusive leadership development. For more information, visit our website at www.unlearninglabels.com. There you can read our blog articles, listen to previous episodes, and contact us to work with us directly. Now, enjoy the show. And we're back. So interesting to have an intro in the middle of the show. We <laughs> are breaking rules. Well, you, know yeah. it's just, you know, it's just reminded me of another good thing that's linked to the topic, right? Maybe a good segue in. When you listen to understand, I don't know if you thought about this, but this was just a reminder of that little break there that sometimes you need to percolate. So it's okay as well that, you know, part of really listening to understand is actually being okay with silence. Because mm. I don't know about you two, I used to freak out if I was facilitating and suddenly it felt like I dropped the bomb or, you know, the tumbleweeds were going past and suddenly no one was talking. And then, you know, a million things were going through my mind. Oh, I'm terrible. This is going on. It's, you know, what's going to happen when someone speaks and all of that. It was just the people who were being reflective. And, you know, to catch your breath, right? Yeah, I'm talking too much now, so I'll I'll let you go. I love that, no, Peter, because I was thinking that that is a that is a great thing. Maybe you know, like going into meetings, there are some criteria to set. Listen, Mm. before we get into the meat of the conversation today, um, let's allow silence sometimes. Mm. You know, just to take in the information. And let's go into this in it with an open mind, right? Because um, that way we can hear the value of which of um, you know what each person is saying, and you know just kind of lay it out. Like this is how we're going to listen, 
for a successful outcome and maybe make that the beginning of every meeting and then get into the topic because, you know, we forget. Um, and, and sometimes this, this will stop the autopilot, right? Because mm. the default is like, Oh, I got to go to this meeting. Oh, here. do I have my coffee? Do I, you know, like, mm. do I have my game that I can play on my phone? No, like seriously, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or. <laughs> let's be honest it does happen because people it's a survival tactic right but what does that show you i mean yeah. if it makes sense for you to take something in to survive the two-hour deaf meeting then there's usually a, a re reason for that is that maybe you're not being listened or to fear maybe you're not valued. yeah or there's a real fear and there could be you know some real evidence there something tangible so maybe that's something to reflect on for you leaders out there that you know if you see people being fidgety and, you know, it might, you know, you don't have to take it personally, but what are you doing for you as a company? As you say, Cordelia, a few little ground rules, a few things you can change. And the cool thing is, it's all an experiment. You know, you can change these things and switch it up, explain it and see how it works. And if it has an impact, you can do it again. And if it doesn't, you can find something else. And that's what we're into, right? The three of us. It's not that we're telling you what to do or these are the concrete steps you need to take. It's really about being curious. Ah, oh, hello. Yeah, this is my friend from South Africa. Can you, um, absolutely, Peter, silence is effective part of communication. Let the audience take it in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's And you know what's, what's really interesting to me? I think people often... Uh, um, you know, we are we are we learned to be busy with something. We need to do something. So even when it comes to listening, we created active listening because we can do something while we are listening. You know, right. that's not the point. Uh, um, I mean, really, when you're really deeply listening, these things happen. You reflect on what person said. You don't repeat three last words they said. You reflect on what you said and you repeat and you say, is this, this is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Is this, you know, is this what you wanted to communicate? And they can say yes or no, you know, you, you nod, you, so, so the, all these things that happen is, uh, uh, um, are actually normal part of the product of listening uh but uh they uh you know it's not something that you you have to do what you have to do is actually listen and so it's it's interesting to me but you know what we find out why is really important that we listen we've seen some really profound transformations happen with people with leaders when they do these simple things when they simply allow few moments to listen like but i said in the beginning we do this listening exercise on the beginning of every workshop uh and um and and we've seen people transform like we we would have three months long leadership development uh, uh program and so it's you know it's it's uh, uh, some days when we do coaching in a week and there's some days when there's a full-on training and stuff like that, but it lasts for about three months. And, uh, and, and we had people telling us in the end, saying the biggest thing happened on the first day when we did listening exercise. And, and isn't that telling you something? It really does. You know, um, Susan was saying that she finds that listening to be an art. Yeah. So... And that's really what you're describing. It's it's like um, painting a canvas uh, for everyone to have some input. 
And the, I hear you saying this part really matters, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and even more than that, just being willing, you know, being in a state of willingness to collaborate, you know, mm-hmm. maybe that is one of the criteria too, you know, so there could be like a reset during the meeting. Okay. So at the beginning, you know, just to, to refocus, we're here, mm-hmm. um, for the purpose of really valuing each um, person's or each department's input, right? Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, we have to be very present and and willing and open to, to hear what people are saying. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it's allowing silence sometimes just so we can really take it in. We don't have to fill up all this, all the, the time with with the sound, you know, well, it's and like the oxygen out the room, isn't it? You it's know, like... it gets too hot. And the other thing I'm yeah. thinking, like, as I'm, as I'm talking, it's like vocabulary is really important, you know? Mm-hmm. So instead of, um, you know, having more positive uh, vocabulary instead of, Oh, here's another meeting. What a great opportunity to collaborate. We have today, you know, mm-hmm. Um, going, maybe starting with something like that, you know, we've, we, there have been some misalignment and misunderstanding on this project and we're going to, we're going to sort it out today, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's, and it is, it's, it's addressing the elephant in the room first. So it's not lurking around (laughs) and then so that you can allow, then people can, allow themselves to relax and and the big part of listening is to is to relax and so that's why we see you know uh in the in the companies where you have low engagement low psychological safety uh um nobody's listening lots of disagreement there is toxic environment i don't know i mean you you the stress levels are really high so you can look at it from from two different perspectives. You can look at it that all of that is causing stress, but you can also be curious and look at it how much the stress and not taking care of ourselves and not addressing what we feel uh, also affect the other way around. Yeah, vocab, silence. I mean... These are things that, you know, they're not really difficult to do, but let's be honest, in the world of business, there Mm. always seems to be a bit of pressure to fill the void with noise, right? Mm. (laughs) And that's the thing. So all we're saying is, I mean, both of you are pointed to the, you know, if if you feel safe, therefore, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to do anything. You know, quite often I've been in meetings where I've said one word and then people have gone, oh, my God, that's great. And I've been like, whoa, what happened there? And that's the thing. It wasn't that it was anything great. It's just that sometimes it's good just to reflect and listen and take it all in. And it's almost like you get a helicopter view and you get a lovely flavor of what's going on. You can see your colleagues as being humans rather than thinking 10 steps ahead, strategy and all the noise and KPIs. Not that that's not important, but quite often what gets in the way of actually the results is when, as we point to, people are just 
saying stuff because they feel uncomfortable. They fill the void with trying to be clever because it looks like, you know, if I don't say something, my peers are going to judge me. But quite often the leaders that I've always resonated with who became allies were the ones I'm like, how come, you know, person X doesn't say anything? I'm curious now. And the thing is that the more silent you are as a leader in a meeting, the more curious people get. And they're like, okay, Peter, what's your opinion? So go figure, you know, you don't have to talk to get attention. Quite often it's the opposite, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was a... Good morning. Good morning, Laurie. I'm, I'm seeing, uh, Susan is saying, uh, do not expect conflict to be resolved by you only by your way. And, and yeah. exactly, you know, I think, and I would go even further, the conflict resolves itself mm. when we listen to each other. Uh, and so... Um, it's it's interesting uh you know i can i can just remember what you said peter now uh, we we were working with uh, two clients and uh, there was a conflict and they wanted to uh split and uh, and we did this from the beginning i was just it was just a, a little question for them to discuss but with listening like you've got 5 minutes you've got 5 minutes no interruptions you have to you know and and listen and and uh, and the one person that normally spoke very little in that uh, uh, relationship that I had as as, as business partners uh, suddenly had a lot to say because they had space. Hmm. And then the other person uh, didn't say much. A person that always talks a lot and, and has, you know, always ideas and wants to go in di directions actually had a little to say. And the, one of the biggest insights for them were actually, I can have space and I can have attention even if I'm saying nothing. And that changed. That was the beginning of the big change they had. And they're, you know, they're still doing stuff together and, mm. and doing it very differently now. So it's um, it's really interesting what, what can show up and what's really valuable for companies. It's not waste of time. It's actually buying your time back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to really be clear, you need time to reflect, right? You need to percolate. And quite often in the world of business, we're running so fast how can you even comprehend what's going on and why should you have to fill the void like we said you know with lots of words you know it's i love meetings where people are just like hmm let me think about that and then there's this lovely feeling because people feel safe enough not you know there's not that urgency or this sense of oh my god who's going to talk next it's just like hmm that's an interesting comment. And then suddenly, because everyone's listening or most people are in, the, you know, they're in that connection of understanding, what gets said next, it makes sense. And then it opens the dialogue. Because listening, right, people forget it's a two-way street. You know, it's not a human just noise coming out of your mouth. It's you say stuff and then you're like, okay, what do you think? And then it's going back and forth. And that's that interplay, that natural interplay, and that human connection. That's where you get stuff done, right? You're pointing to it before, Cody. You know, when you want to get to business, don't open your heart, listen, and all of that business stuff will get done much easier than you think, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, patience for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I want to just acknowledge um, Susan and Kanye and Lori for being with us live here uh, between the two platforms that we're on today in uh, LinkedIn and Facebook. And um, 
So this is the Unlearning Labels podcast, and we're kicking off the year with the elephant in the room of deep listening. It's the art of connection because like, um, how else are you going to unlearn labels unless you listen to someone else and you hear them and you can receive them, be present with them and value where they're coming from. And, um, and, and Peter pointed out, like, by extension, you get to listen to yourself and you hear what it is that you value, because sometimes in all the noise of our head and our making noise with our mouths, we don't even listen to what we're saying. We're just like, you must hear whatever's coming out of my mouth, right? Instead of, wait, what is coming out of my mouth? What am I saying? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, synthesizing for comprehension. That's what Peter was talking about, too. Yeah, how can you comprehend if everyone's just talking and it's noise, right? Mm. Another thing that I've just been reminded of, and that we were working with a leader back in the day, and she wasn't quite in a leadership role, but she was senior in a in a job, you know, really good at what she did. But it was heartbreaking what she said, but then it got me cured. She said, you know, I'll never be a leader because I'm not really loud. I don't fill the void. You know, when I go in a meeting, I'm usually the one that's reflecting. And I said, hold on a minute. Why, why would that be bad? And she said, well, you know, in my company, everyone's talking. There's a fight. You know, there's a lot of it's everyone's looking for attention. And because I'm not that person, no one's going to value me. And fast forward to now, this person's actually in a leadership role. But guess what? They don't feel like they need to talk all the time. The person doesn't feel like they need to grab attention or take all the oxygen. Far from it. Mm. So it's amazing to hear, right, that, you know, to be an amazing leader, you don't need to say very much, like we said, you know. It's mostly about holding space. And you talked about it quite early in the conversation, Cordelia. It's about being of service. And to be of service as a leader, it's listening to everyone else and just being okay with the fact of not knowing being okay with being wrong, but also being okay, well, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to hold this space in a loving way. I'm going to allow this to happen, but I'm going to take leadership and, you know, let's let's get the outcome we want as a group. Let's collaborate. Let's get creative. Mm-hmm. And if you do it that way, most things, you know, problems, they just melt away. I'm not saying that, you know, it's not always easy, but you'll find a lot more consensus, a lot more creativity and collaboration if you're willing to step into that versus trying to control, trying to be right, and trying to reply before someone's even finished a sentence, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, Susan. I just saw what, what um, she said. <laughs> uh, you know what really crossed my mind when you were saying talking now, Peter, because I was listening. Uh, really, you, that's one of the things when you listen to other people you really get insights and it, you don't really have to know what you're going to say mm. next because what you there is either something to say or there isn't and if there is something to say you'll know what it is and it's much much deeper and more impactful than just you know I've got to be smart uh, and um, uh, absolutely yeah mm. The uh, the other thing that really crossed my mind is that we're all fighting for attention, you know, uh, and, and this is why what that happens in lots of companies is, is this fight for attention, fear of who's going to get, you know, who's going to get better bonus, who's going to stay in the company, who's going to leave, who's going to, you know, 
because we are in that constant fear and, and we think that whatever we get comes from, you know, obviously attention that we have what other people think about us. And so the obvious thing to us is to be more noisy, to talk more, to have better ideas, to, uh, you know, uh, uh, discount the other person, you know, to be better than them and all of that. But actually, what we said quite early in a conversation, the when you give attention to other people, when you give them space, what they do to you is the same thing. And so if you really want to be a next level leader, if you really want to change, uh, and, and I would suggest that... Um, you switch the tactics. So what are you saying? Is it less airtime or elevating? Yeah. Yeah. And, and and giving other people attention is because that's something that naturally happens. You know, it's not like the other person is calculating. Now I'm going to give them attention. But they and also when you start listening, people become curious. They feel safe with you. And then they become curious. So what do you think? You know, and and so it's it's really interesting. I, I would experiment with uh, with that. I mean, I did experiment a lot, but I, I would suggest to other people: don't take our word for it. Experiment with listening and really connecting deeply with people, and see where it takes you. Well, the answers to everything is being curious, right? Mm. If you're being curious, therefore, I would hazard a guess you're probably listening, right? And you are listening to understand because curiosity leads to many different things. Creativity, if you're looking for innovation, at hazard a guess you'll find it on the other end of listening to that group of people that you're with, right? Mm. Versus, oh, I must come up with the solution. Because, again, it, it leads to stress and burnout. You know, if you're a leader and you have that gravity of always being right, Go figure, right? It's a horrible ton of bricks to carry around. But if you say, look, team, I don't have the answers, but I've got your back. Let, let's have a wonderful meeting. I want to hear what you've got to say. Let's let's throw our ideas in the ring. That's probably how you're going to solve most things, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we've got some beautiful comments here and realizations. That is, yeah. yeah. I, I see, like, um, I didn't put this one up, but it's like acknowledgement, right? Um, and that overcomes fear mm. and giving love, right? The natural, the giving attention to others is a natural act of love. And I know like when we're talking about the workplace, it's kind of like love. What does love yeah. have to do with it? <laughs> you know, <clears throat> it's just a nice feeling. <laughs> it, it is a nice feeling and it's a way of being, it's a state of being. And, you know, when you're in a loving presence, with uh, your team, sometimes it's as simple as the less you say, the more you speak because they mm -hmm. can feel you, you know, and mm -hmm. they know that you're a stand for them and you're, you value them and it doesn't require actual words. Mm. So, yeah. You know, another thing I thought of, and Mira was talking about this, one of our old mentors, he was sharing a story where, he didn't necessarily like networking, for example, right? Mm. But he said, this is a great experiment. You should try it. So he started to turn up to events, right? That he didn't like. Yeah. That, to be <laughs> fair, he was there because his business partner's wife was like, we need to be there. And he's like, okay, I'll be your partner for it. But what he would do is stand aside and just observe and listen and really just take it all in. And what he noticed is people were like, 
who are you? I want to speak to you. You know, yeah, they'd all, I want come, to know they, more they about all you. climbing each other to see him because they were like, why are you not talking? And then it got to a point where people were curious. And that's what we're pointing at, right? That the more that you're listening and just absorbing stuff and being present, the more people will be really curious about, I want a bit of that. You know, how come you seem so relaxed? How come you're not filling the void with all this noise and going back and forth or trying to, you know, come up with an answer? Why why are you sitting there all quiet and reflective? Okay, you want to know? And then it opens the dialogue. And mm. he said, I, I got so many wonderful, loving connections with, you know, business partners because we were just curious then about, you know, why are we not desperately trying to tell each other what do you do you know that horrible thing you go to a networking event it's like what is your job and you're like oh here we go <laughs> breathe right right yeah. or you can just like show up and like not and just you know be yeah and, and people yeah. are drawn to that you know yeah. i want to ask I, you clearly, what, what do you think about this why is it so difficult just to be in the world of business because of what you said, we have this anxiety. We're like on this whole competitive thing. You know, it's like, oh, I have to, you know, be seen. Mm. And um, there's so many different ways that we communicate that we haven't mm. been taught. This is a label mm. to unlearn, right? That mm. nonverbal communication is 80% of a conversation. And we're not, that's not stressed in um, our education. Mm. And, and when people realize that, you know, then that's the, that's the draw that that's mm. what, um, what people really are drawn to and, you know, not to, to be very woo woo, but let's just not negate the fact or diminish the fact that we're spiritual beings. Right. Mm. And people do feel our vibration. I mean, like how many times there's that one person that comes into the building and it's like, you know, they're there. Right. <laughs> and it's not in a good way. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> so like you can be that person that people look forward to because they can, they, they're feeling um, like what Susan's saying, the aura is so inviting, right. You're, they're feeling you and it's like, Oh, good. Thank God. You know, Cordelia's mm. here, Peter's here, Mira's here, you know, um, mm. as opposed to that, you know, I'm not going to call out anybody, but I'm sure there's people. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it, it doesn't need to be a rat race. And my heart's warming a little bit because I know, you know, there's nothing wrong with making money and scaling up and all of the businessy type buzzwords you hear, right? But if you want to be regenerative and sustainable and do it in a more human centric way and have things, you know, where you're giving back rather than just take, 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 yeah. then this is what we're pointing at, right? It doesn't have to be done at a million miles an hour. And it has a guess that, you know, what we pointed to, if you slow down a bit and understand each other, you're more likely to find collective ways of working <laughs> and more novel things. And that's probably, or well, I wouldn't say probably, that's where I've seen many companies innovate really well because they're just tuned into each other as employees, as a business. And it, I wouldn't say it's a family, although there's nothing wrong with that. But if you look at your business as an actual human community of talented people, I don't know if you've heard this, but quite a lot of our tech leaders we've been working with have said, my company isn't the shiny applications and all the servers and all of that. It's actually my people. And the more I listen to them, even though I'm a tech company and we have technology, guess what? The more solutions are fine, the more 
collaborative ways of working, the more psychologically safe workforce I have because everyone feels like they have a vested interest in going forward rather than trying to push something, you know? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. So like what I'm hearing and what Susan is suggesting is it's the difference between negative and positive energy, you know, and just mm. staying tuned in, tuned in. So, mm. you know, I, we've covered a lot of ground here, yeah, you know, listening <laughs> is, is a thing. And I feel like this was a perfect way to begin the year and, and definitely we'll be integrating, um, little things about listening here and there. And, and we invite um, everyone who's watching or listening to share this with your team and, you know, maybe make this um, one of your team meetings, you know, mm -hmm. uh, so you can talk about how are we listening to each other? Mm -hmm. And that's really what we're offering here on the Unlearning Labels podcast is just new ways to approach um, old problems and, just have a, an open mind and an open heart and a willingness to, um, to be different with each other. Mm. So um, Mira, Peter, <clears throat> closing thoughts, <clears throat> golden takeaways. No, I, you know, what's interesting though, like we, we um, throughout the conversation, I, I've really settled down and, uh, uh, and, and got, quite reflective and I think we, we, we've said pretty much everything that we wanted to say it was lots over there so I, I actually suggest people to go back and listen again because you always get to hear some stuff that you haven't heard the first time and uh, and the other thing is close you know start meetings with silence with some kind of intention and not the intention we gotta solve this but the intention we want to listen to each other we want to really understand what another person is saying and this is where you're going to solve all your problems but the other the other thing is uh, uh also close it with uh, uh with the moment of listening because then you get to all of that that it said gets to be processed. Mm. And this is where more ideas can come up. Yeah, and it's just thanking and acknowledging your team and your people in the meeting as a facilitator, or even if you're not taking the lead, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, that was really valuable. And a little bit of a recap is always useful. So people go, wow, yeah, that happened. Or this was the input, great. And then leave them to percolate. You know, because what we quite often see, right, is innocently is, oh, we must rush into the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. It's just like, well, you've done the meeting, you've got some ideas, share it with your team again. And then when you next speak, maybe, you know, tackle the topic again, say, what are your thoughts now? Mm -hmm. And it's much better than trying to rush into something else, you know, mm -hmm. because we're all going way too fast these days. So yeah. just a bit of slowing down. I think everyone would really appreciate that. Right? Yeah. And, and I think it would, it would get, you know, when they say uh, slow down in order to speed up and it really makes sense. Yeah. yeah and I think more and more people are seeing it. So uh, it, it's, I think it's the time that, that more and more people actually start doing something about it. So, yeah. Agreed. Any closing words from from your end, Cordelia? I guess we're just going to wrap it up with uh, the less you speak, the more you say. Yeah. 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 Until next month, um, when we're going to surprise you with another topic. 
<laughs> yeah, and I wanted to say, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have to be, you know, we need now 15 minutes of listening before we start a meeting or anything. No, it, it can be just a minute or two. It's just really acknowledging the fact that we want to be present with each other. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, everyone who is joining us. Thanks thank you, everyone who is listening later on and uh, thank you cordelia it's been a pleasure seeing you again this year yeah i'm looking forward to getting back into the swing with this <laughs> all right thank Bye. you so much for everyone who listened and who was thank here you. share with your teams bye, bye now <laughs>